From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and right. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. How many migrants were at your hotel? Um, actually it's the entire hotel, from the third floor to the 28th floor. And what is your job there? I am the mid runner. I actually uh, attend to all the guests, um, whatever they need, uh, whatever they order, uh, a hairdryer, uh, towels, extra sheets, whatever they think that they may need during the day, I'll take care of them. And what, what are you witnessing? What did you see from the migrants that were staying in your hotel? Chaos, total chaos. I mean, there's no accountability. The city is so-called running the program, um, allows these people to destroy these rooms. There is no uh, daily supervision to show these people that this is a hotel and that you don't destroy the hotel. You're only there temporarily. This is not your home. Um, unfortunately, uh, the ones that are paying the price is the hotel workers, uh, local six union workers. Those guys and those ladies um, endure a lot of disrespect from the migrants. And there are some nice migrants, but there's too much alcohol, too much drugs, and too much violence. And you have teenagers, you know, uh, going into the staircases and making out and like it's a lover's lane. I mean, you know, this is a free fall for all. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Uh, I am Jerry Brooks, your host the baby-faced assassin of freedom. And I wanted to open today's show a little differently with that cold open. What you heard was an interview by Fox News' uh, Ainsley Earhart with a gentleman named Felipe uh, Rodriguez, who happens to work at a luxury hotel in Midtown Manhattan, which is currently housing all kinds of uh, illegal migrants uh, or legal immigrants in New York City. And the tale he just told was just chaos and craziness and just all kinds of just lewd and bizarre behavior. Drugs, alcohol, uh, rampant, uh, rampant sex, you know, in the stairwells, you know, the hotel. I mean, my goodness, this is a microcosm of what is wrong with immigration and why it is still a very big deal. Now, if this could happen at a luxury hotel in New York City, and frankly, the, uh, the, the, the migrants, the immigrants, have been told to relocate and they refuse. They refuse. I'm going, they're thinking, oh, hey, this is our home, you know, and all this. It's like, no, it's temporary, baby. You've already trashed the hotel. God knows what it's going to take for the owner of this hotel. If they, when and if they actually get the boot, what's it going to cost the hotel owner uh, to get the hotel back up to snuff? Because many of these rooms are just trashed. They're horribly trashed, uh, all, and, he, and he brought pictures. So in a sense, Mr. Rodriguez, an American citizen who happens to be Hispanic, is calling it out. 
He's calling out this behavior in the city, the thanks to the bald black buffoon of a mayor, Eric Adams, isn't doing anything to tell these people, hey, this is a temporary place. This is a place of business. But apparently, they don't listen, don't want to listen, and now they've turned it into just a horrible nightmare with open uh, borders advocates trying to block media from showing what's really going on. I mean, this happened to a Newsmax reporter in New York. I believe that was Mike Carter uh, was the gentleman's name. It's like, and people trying to not show what's going on. I'm like, okay, uh, ding-dongs. This is exactly why, you know, we need uh, a real border policy like we had under President Trump. Now, I know some of y'all just probably jacked up your blood pressure, but that's too bad. It's time for the adults to take over because this is foolishness. And it's not just foolish, it's dangerously naive and foolish. I mean, my goodness, how many crimes are these people going to commit? They've done it in Texas. Uh, Why not anywhere else? I mean, you've got the fentanyl still coming in. You have the human smuggling. You have the child smuggling. Uh, for the sex trade, I mean, my goodness, what is it going to take to snap some of y'all who have been living in this idiotic nirvana back to reality? And here's New York City, the biggest city in the country, and yeah, and it's affecting the quality of life in New York. It's affecting these uh, hotel workers who are unionized, uh, many of them. It's like, come on, people. This is supposed, the, the union folks are supposed to be the Democrats' favorites. But look what you've done. You've subjected these people who are unionized at this hotel to such rudeness, such disrespect, such inconsideration, and y'all think it's okay. You know, and they're thinking it's okay, and they need an even bigger dose of reality. It's like, hey... You're moving, we, you're moving. You've got to kick these people out. But the problem is political correctness. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't do that. The black mayor of New York City orders the uh, expulsion of these immigrants to a new place. Oh, man, that would be one for the books. Yeah, oh, well, that's racist and it's xenophobic. It's like, oh, God. I I look at this and I just want to just go, really? I mean, I mean, I like to hope that the owner of that hotel would sue the city for the reimbursement cost of what he's going to have to put out to get his hotel back into some normal shape. And to clear out all of this crud that these people have left behind. They have trashed everything. And Mr. Rodriguez brought pictures. So, eh, forget that one, but yeah, it's pretty nuts. You know, they're such ingrates, really. Illegal immigrant ingrates. And yeah, I said it, and if you have a problem with it, get over it fast because I'm not 
I'm going to double down, triple down, or quadruple down as many times as necessary to say, hey, people, you're supp- you are guests in our country. Act like you got some dang sense and weren't raised by animals. Now, especially these illegal uh, immigrants who are criminals or they've been released from uh, psychiatric facilities, <laughs> well, I mean, you can't expect them to act like uh, civilized people because they they've got serious issues but yeah this is just one more reason why Alejandro Mayakas is going to is going to be brought up on impeachment and Andy Biggs of the of the great stalwart six is going to be going through and filing a uh, Articles of impeachment against Mayorkas and what he's done. And the situation in New York City is just a microcosm of what's going on. So we'll see how that works over time. But, oh, my friends, you know, we're going to do, we're doing things a little different today. But I'll tell you what, um, one issue that really bugs me, and this is a story that came uh, that came out uh, via the populist press, but m- you just watch this. Um, in New Jersey, a councilwoman who is a Republican, who was she was gunned down outside of her own home in New Jersey Wednesday night. Now, 30-year-old uh, Sayreville councilwoman Eunice. Eunice Dwumfour was found dead in her vehicle with multiple gunshot wounds. Now, it was, according to the local police, it was a targeted attack. Now, here's the thing. This lovely young woman, 30 years old, happened to be a woman of color. A black female Republican member of the council Shot and dead outside of her, shot dead outside her own home. Now, given what we've had to go through from Joe Biden lecturing us, lecturing the whole country about uh, how threatening that MAGA was, and you know the America First crowd, and they would go after people, and blah blah blah. Uh, where the hell is the media on this? Hmm? I mean, we've already just went through uh, the Tyree Nichols situation in uh, Memphis. Five black officers who have been fired and charged on five different counts. But, you know, and they're still going to take the, oh, the police are racist and even the black ones are racist and defund the police and all of that. Duh. This is why BLM is nothing more than a terrorist organization, just like Antifa. I mean, here's this lovely young woman, a Republican, a member of the city council, and targeted. Come on, don't give me this crap. I'm. This is ticking me off. I mean, you're talking about, well, MAGA and the American First. You see... You know, they're, they're dangerous and they're violent. It's like, 
Excuse me, every... T well, who was the shooter here in this case? Hmm? Who shot this lovely young woman dead? She was, a, she was Republican, she was black, she was a woman, and where the Sam hell is the outrage? Where is it? None to be found. The silence is deafening from the mainstream media. I mean, come on, really, people, get real here. Just get real. Now, you want to continue to push forth this idiotic narrative and frankly, asinine narrative from the Democrats that you know, white Christian nationalists are really dangerous. That's bull. I call that out easy. But what about the person who shot a black Republican woman? Now, granted, she was a councilwoman on a, in local government, but still, where is the outrage? Nowhere to be found. So you two-faced hypocritical yahoos and peons who grope and moan about, oh, well, the, the Republicans are dangerous and they're violent. I said, mm-hmm, yeah. Then explain to me this. How does a, Repu a black Republican woman get shot outside of her home dead? Hmm? Did the Republicans do that? That's got to be, frankly, th this is the type of thing that just really gets on my nerves. You, in 2020, the summer of 2020, it was, oh, these were peaceful protests. BLM, Antifa, and other such malcontents. But yet, January 6th comes along, it's like, oh, this is terrible. It's an insurrection. Gag me. Gag me with a chainsaw. Because, frankly, the dual, not just the dual justice system, the dual standard of justice, but the mainstream media and its incestuous relationship with the Democrat Party, it's like, where is it about this woman, huh? What, what's going on? Where is the outrage? Hmm? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Ugh. And yet, she, this dear woman, she's a young mom who beat a Democrat uh, in November of 2021 in an upset win. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, my heart breaks for this beautiful young woman's family, you know, her husband. But trust me, folks. You will not, under any circumstances, see any type of reporting outside of local, uh, outside of maybe the local uh, area. But no, 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 no. I don't even want to hear a single peep out of the mainstream media because the woman was black and Republican. So, so wait a minute. Race may not have been a part of this. If she was targeted, as the police suspect, it could have been that for being Republican, for being a woman, for being black, it could be all of them or none of them. But the problem is still there. She was shot dead assassination style. 
and I'm really disgusted that nobody's even picking this up. I mean, I happened to come across it, and I thought, oh my gosh. So, no, this whole political violence, uh-huh, yeah, Democrats, tell me how much you hate it. Mm-hmm, tell me. Just tell me how much you hate it. But if it's a Republican who gets shot and killed, I mean, my gosh. Have we forgotten what happened to Steve Scalise? A Bernie Sanders supporter using member Republican members of Congress as a target for target practice? And he almost died? Wow. So all you lefties out there just need to just don't say anything about this at all because we know that you're okay with people like Maxine off of her meds waters when she encourages and incites violence. That's no big deal. But when this happens to somebody else, oh no, it's like, uh uh-uh, the silence is deafening and your double standard and your insincerity kicks in really stinking hard. So no, I'm sorry, this is just messed up. It is very, very messed up. Ugh. Anyway, breathe. And, and I hate this when I see stuff like this. But uh, another goofball uh, situation. Hunter Biden is back in the news again. Here we have from uh, Just the News. Uh, Hunter Biden demands investigations into reporting on his laptop and has even threatened to sue Tucker Carlson. Well, now, this is interesting. So here's Hunter Biden now demanding an investigation into the reporting on his laptop. Uh, I'm sorry, Hunter Baby, but you're a little late on this. You're actually way the heck late on this. I mean, the FBI number one has had that laptop since December of 2019. Number two, the FBI, and in collusion with big tech and trying to silence people like Miranda Devine of the New York Post and squashing the story about the laptop from hell before the 2020 election. So yeah, you got that. And then you had the 51 freaking traitors who said, and former intelligence people, that, oh, this was just Russian disinformation. Yeah, uh uh-huh, and all of you were liars. Sick, twisted, treasonous liars. And then we find out, much to the vindication of many, that the laptop was real. It was more real than you think. And now, now all of a sudden, oh, he wants to like, oh, well, I want some investigation into the reporting. It's like, what, the New York Post had it right? But big tech, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google, they all squash the story. So, yeah. Is it any wonder you've got the weaponization of government subcommittee in the House led by Jim Jordan? Yeah. So, no. Hunter, my boy, uh, you got problems. And threatening to sue people like Tucker Carlson? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but your case, 
is not going to go well because there are way too many people who have copies of that hard drive, including John Paul McIsaac, the uh, gentleman who used to own the Apple repair shop in Delaware until the FBI messed with him and he had to move, and he had to pack up and move to another part of the country. No, we know it's real. Rudy Giuliani's got it. Other people have it. So, no, suing Tucker Carlson isn't going to help you. And believe me, you still got plenty of problems to go. Plenty of them. I mean, such as, you know, you, you were there at your parents' house in Wilmington for a while. You paid the rental on it, like 50 grand. So, yeah, this is, you got some splaining to do, Hunter. You've got plenty of splaining to do. So, this is just, ugh. This is just weird to me. So, I don't know what the deal is, but, eh, it's all right. We're going to have some fun with this as, uh, as we get into the spring with this. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun. And interest, uh, so we'll, we'll see on that one. But uh, actually wanted to kind of go into the economy a little bit. Now, Meta, or the parent company of Facebook, re- uh, headline from Just the News, Meta reports higher expenses, lower earnings in the fourth quarter amid major stock buyback. Now, Zuckerberg is not the only tech uh, mogul who's having a whole bunch of problems. Uh, Microsoft let go, uh, got rid of 10,000 jobs. Spotify, Amazon, other tech companies. Major league layoffs and hiring freezes. So yeah, for those who think that you know, oh, everything's just fine. It's not. The tech sector's being hit. Other companies, other industries are being hit as well. We are in a recession. We totally are. In spite of all the happy talk, we, we still have problems. Uh, yesterday, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates uh, one quarter of a percent. I mean, which is a whole lot less than they were doing, but they're still doing it because they're they're trying to fight inflation. But with eight consecutive interest rate increases in a row, uh, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of those interest rates go down for quite a while because we still are about ready to hit some really rocky waters, especially with the debt ceiling. That's, you know, they're still starting the negotiations on that, uh, even though Biden and the White House are like, nope, sorry, we're not going to negotiate. Okay, fine. Just keep going. And I can assure you that will change as they get closer to the June uh, deadline when we apparently run out of cash and that is going to make people panicked it's going to make the Republicans some squishy Republicans panic when they really shouldn't 
the mainstream media is going to go all sorts of um, bat excrement crazy and, you know, blame the Republicans, blame the Republicans, you know, their usual, um, <laughs> their usual mantra. Well, folks, I'm sorry, but we need to prioritize spending whether you like it or not. We're not going to, we're not going to be able to even think about dealing with the debt until we actually have some spending priorities. It's not going to happen. My God, people. But we're going to continue to see what happens over the next few months because they're going to have to negotiate whether they like it or not. And in the Senate, they're going to have to do the same. So apparently, Joe Manchin uh, apparently is the point man in the Senate to deal with uh, Speaker McCarthy on this whole mess. And yep. That's going to be fun. Uh, let's see. A couple of last items. Uh, <laughs> the House today passed a resolution to kick Representative Ilhan Omar off of the Foreign Affairs Committee. Ooh, and believe you me, the squad was none too happy. So I'm going, yay! Ilhan Omar... And the rest of the squad are just anti-Semitic rubes. You know, they're like, oh, they're women of color. You can't say that. Uh, yes, I can. Yes, I did. What are you going to do about it? The, her, and Rashida Talib. Uh, you also can throw in, of course, AOC. And Ayanna Presley and Cori Bush. Those are some seriously messed up women. I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't call them the squad. I mean, I just call them what they are, a witch's coven. Ooh, did I say that? Yes, I did. Because, frankly, some of the stuff they're into is just straight evil and demonic. Ugh. But, yeah, that's me. And, yeah, I'm just going to say it. Not going to worry about it. I mean, it goes right along with... Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, or Swolehead as I call him, getting kicked off the Intelligence Committee. My goodness. Yay. Uh, I tried to tell people, you know, hey, you know what they say about payback. Uh, I mean, we used to date back in the day, but when Schiff takes his position as chair and lies to the American public and all of that, and I loved, and I did this late last week, uh, Kevin McCarthy getting all up in the grill of a reporterette who tried to get up in his grill and he turned it on her and made her look dang silly. Which is like, wow, I didn't know McCarthy could do that. So yes, if you're going to be on key committees like the Intelligence Committee and you're going to essentially take the information that you see, which is classified, and start lying about it and spreading all sorts of false narratives, yeah, your butt needs to be kicked off the committee. Yay! Now, Schiff has gone to the Judiciary Committee where he's going to try to put Jim Jordan through his regular nonsense 
along with blowhard Jerry Nadler, who is the ranking member, well, life is going to really suck to be you, Jerry boy, because Jim Jordan ain't going to take your crap anymore because now he's the chairman. If you can't deal with it, too stinking bad. But, I'm, I mean, already, the first hearing that the Judiciary Committee had, Nadler and Schiff just absolutely made themselves look like complete and utter elitist, racist, and major horses' butts. And, well, I mean, it just seems like that's the only thing they can do. You know, because they're not in power anymore. They can't control the narrative too much anymore. Uh, they're now going to just be all grumpy. And, you know, use the usual demon crap tactics. But, hey, at least you're not in control of the committee. And Jim Jordan is not going to take any of your guff at all. And I kind of like that. So... With that in mind, my friends, I'm going to call it a day today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do so. Questions, comments, shoutouts in blackandright at gmail.com or in blackandright.net, our website. You can also check out our uh, social media platforms, Truth Social, Twitter, Getter, uh, Instagram, True Patriot Network and Parlor. Uh, we're on all those. And of course, if you want to subscribe and find in Black and Right our audio podcast, that's simple. That's very simple too. Just choose your uh, favorite podcast platform: uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Spotify, whichever. Uh, and just find us in Black and Right. Look for our flaming microphone and subscribe and encourage your friends to subscribe. We are expanding uh, slowly but surely. We're in over 30 states and eight foreign countries. So with your help, we'll continue to grow and we'll get all 50 states, hopefully by this year, and maybe a couple of more countries. And I'm very grateful to everyone who has downloaded and at least listened to it once. Though, so, my friends, Take care. God bless. Tomorrow it's uh, WTF Friday, so that could get fun in a hurry. So love y'all. Take care. And remember that patriots still come in all colors.